And a very good Friday morning to you, Marlins Nation. Really tough one. There's no other way to explain it. Steven Strom here, Marlins Rewind. Marlins lose 10-1 yesterday against the Padres, lose the series. And for the recap, as always, here's your radio voice, the Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. Well, the only thing you can do after a day like this is hop in the shower, make sure it's a hot one, scrub up and down, and get yourself cleaned off and go home and show back up to the ballpark tomorrow. Tough day for the Marlins. They lose to the Padres 10-1 today. And in this rubber match, the Padres score 10 runs on 11 hits. And the Padres improve, I beg your pardon, to 26-30 and 30 this season with a setback. The Marlins now 28 and, or 29, rather, and 28 through 57 games here in 2023. This is the 10th inning show. Tough day for the Marlins, in particular on the mound. Jesus Lazardo allowed five runs all earned. And in the third inning of work, Matt Barnes allowed five earned runs. Brian Hoeing saved the bullpen today. Jacob Stallings uh, pitched the top of the ninth inning for the Marlins, which uh, elicited a few smiles on a day in which there were not many here at Lone Depot Park. Joe Musgrove is the winning pitcher for San Diego today. He allowed one run. It was unearned, three hits, six innings of work, three walks, and three strikeouts again. So Musgrove beats Lazardo this afternoon. Believe it or not, the Miami Marlins had a one nothing lead in this ballgame. We were scoreless through two and a half. In the bottom of the third, runners at the corners for Luis Arise. Here's a ball hit in the air. Pretty good left field. Soto's backing up towards the edge of the warning track. He makes the catch. Wendell's going to attack from second or from first. He'll go to second. He'll make it in easily. And scoring from third base is Jonathan Davis. That's a productive sacrifice fly for Luis Arise. Both runners advance on the play. Davis scores from third. And the Marlins lead 1-0 here in the third. Wow, crazy. Now, unfortunately for the Marlins, that one nothing lead did not last long. Ha-Sung Kim led off the fourth inning with a double, and the man that would follow is one of the superstars in today's game, Fernando Tatis Jr. So 1-1, and the pitch is hit on a line right center field. This is trouble. It's going to get down for a base hit. It bounces on the warning track and over the wall. It's an automatic double for Fernando Tatis Jr. Scoring from third is Ha-Sung Kim. And the Padres and the Marlins are all knotted up at a one apiece here in the fourth. And the Padres would take a 2-1 to lead a couple of batters later after a hit-by-pitch by Lazardo facing Juan Soto. That put Soto at first base. Fernando Tatis Jr. and Juan Soto would then advance to second and third on a ground out by Xander Bogarts. Runners at second and third. One out, top of the fourth inning for Brandon Dixon, the first baseman. Pitch to Dixon is hit on a line center field. Davis is backing up. He'll make the catch. Tatis is going to score easily. The throw comes in towards third. It's a sacrifice fly for Brandon Dixon. And the Padres, just like that, have a 2-1 to lead here in the fourth. It would stay that way for an inning more until Gary Sanchez let off the fifth inning against Lazardo. 3-2 pitch hit in the air to left field, and it struck pretty well. De La Cruz is going back. He's out of the warning track at the wall, and it's gone. For the second time this season, for the second time as many games, and for the second time as a San Diego Padre, Gary Sanchez goes deep. And this homer gives the Padres a 3-1 lead here in the fifth. So fast forward an inning, it was 3-1, still obviously very manageable for the Marlins, but it would not be much longer. Jesus Lazardo walked Fernando Tatis Jr. to lead off the sixth inning. He then proceeded to steal second base. And then after a strikeout looking of Juan Soto, Xander Bogarts doubled. There were runners at second and third with one out in the top of the sixth inning for Brandon Dixon again. 3-2. 
Here's a swing and a line drive, not going to matter. Center field, that's going to get down for a base hit. Bogarts was on the heels of Fernando Tatis Jr. Matt Williams will hold up Bogarts at third, scoring easily on the play as Fernando Tatis Jr. It's an RBI one-out single for Brandon Dixon, and that gives the Padres a 4-1 lead here in the sixth. And that Dixon RBI single came off of Matt Barnes because Skip Schumacher took Jesus Lazardo out of the ballgame after the Bogarts double. Following Brandon Dixon... Still with a lot going on in the sixth inning was Jake Cronenworth. Here's the 0-1 to Cronenworth. He swings and hits a ground ball back up the middle, a seeing-eye single into center field, the base hit. Scoring from third is Bogarts, going first to third is Dixon. It's a 5-1 Padres lead. And after uh, that, the next man was Gary Sanchez. He plated a pair with a two-run single. Uh, let's see here. Azokar then singled. Austin Nola reached down a fielder's choice. That would uh, then bring Hassan Kim to the plate. And at that juncture, it was a 7-1 lead for the Padres. Kim walked. And uh, Skip came out and got Matt Barnes in the sixth inning. He brought in Brian Hoeing, who then gave up a two-out, bases clearing, three-run double to Fernando Tatis Jr. And it resulted in a seven-run, six-hit, top of the sixth inning, for the San Diego Padres here this afternoon, and that's uh, how this one ultimately would end for the Marlins today. They could not get a whole lot going in the way of offense. Joe Musgrove carried a no-hitter into the sixth inning today. Uh, Marlins did break that up with back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back hits in the sixth inning, but uh, it was the sixth inning. They got nothing after a 1-2-3 double play and a strikeout by Yuli Gurriel, but uh, just a tough day for the Padres, and not a whole lot to say, right? Got to get back on the horse. And uh, we'll see if this pitching staff can bounce back tomorrow for the Marlins when they send Edward Cabrera to the mound, a 640 first pitch against the Oakland Athletics. For the Marlins pitching staff this afternoon, they punched out 11. That's the good news, and that means that $275 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, 25 bucks will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Okay, Kyle, thank you very much. Let's head down and listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say following the 10-1 loss to the Padres. Skip, we'll start with Musgrove. Just you had him in San Diego. What made him so difficult to hit today? Spin. Uh, he's, he had his uh, slider, cutter, curveball working today, uh, working his sinker to throw us off of the, the cutter and slider. And um, Joe can spin the ball as good as anybody in the league and um, kept us off balance and a lot of weak contact, soft contact, and um, just threw a really good game today. On the flip side, the Padres offense, just how were they able to have so, so much success? A lot of 3-2 counts today from Zeus. Um, looked really good the first four innings, but the 3-2 counts kind of hurt him. Got, uh, as far as the pitch count, kind of went up and behind the count at first, Three, four innings were really good first pitch strikes. Uh, after that, not much, and um, kind of got hurt uh, by the by the higher pitch count and um, I, you know a couple maybe a couple pitches that he wants back. But other than that, it was you know a pretty good outing for you know for the most part. Just on the bat, the second turn there, the difference he saw from him because he said the pitch count was high, but you know early on he was sharp. I mean, those first three innings especially, it just looked like he was just you know getting through him. Right. Yeah. Would you, would you kind of see the difference there with him? Just the pitch count, or there was some well, there's a walk. There's, I mean, O2 pitch to to Kim kind of started off, you know, with the fastball in and you know off the wall, and that kind of started things a little bit that inning. Um, yeah. I mean, he was he, a couple of times he could have put away some guys probably that 
Um, you probably, that's what I'm saying. You probably want a couple of those pitches back. They probably could have put a couple of those guys away, but I thought his stuff was good. Um, just deep counts that kind of affected, you know, that outing in general. What was, what was up with Matt Barnes? Was he just not landing the pitches the way he wanted to, or were they just, did they just have a really good eye on him? I think combination of him um, struggling with his command, a couple seeing eye singles that got through with the infield in. Um, you know, we had kind of halfway, uh, guys halfway, where it's, you know, if it's a slow roller, we want to get him out at home, hard hit, double play ball, and, you know, Cronenworth one snuck through. There's a couple balls that snuck through. And um, so I think a combination of him, be, you know, a little bit behind the count, and then um, and then some balls that just, you know, got through because of how the defensive w- uh, was positioned. How do you learn from an inning like that? Who? The team as a whole, anyone? How do you learn from it? Um, I mean, that's pretty good offense over there. That you know, they they hit the ball pretty good. It wasn't like we made errors. Um, you know, walks always hurt, obviously, but I don't think that's uh, you know that they know that they're they're big leaguers and. I think when you're looking for a punch out, uh, especially the Dixon at bat, you're you're trying to strike guys out, and you're you're not just going to lay one in there either. So it's a fine line with you know when he's coming in dirty in second and third. So um, I, I don't know if it's a learning thing. It's just a you know when you walk guys and um, you know they get in hitters counts. Typically, you know some good things happen on the other side, and um, it's just kind of a, one of those unfortunate innings. Um, we haven't really seen Cooper get much. Yeah, he had similar symptoms uh, that he had, you know, when he, the previous IL stint. Um, so just getting, um, you know, further evaluated today. Thanks, Skip. Yep. <clears throat> All right, that was Skip Schumacher. We're right back at it. Let's clean the slate. Tonight, 640, first pitch at Lone Depot Park. The Marlins open up a three-game set with the Oakland Athletics, which means I've got Marlins on deck at 610. We hope you can join us. Let's flip the M together, Miami. This is the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.